get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's St. Mary Nanny Carlos Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and has for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with others. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I just want to say good morning, and I pray that you are feeling like a child of the Most High God, like you are feeling like you are more than a conqueror because that is the absolute truth about you. You know, we're going to be starting a new series, and it's talking about how to think like a top earner. And uh, I know we have uh, gone over and and discussed, you know, how to think like rich people and things like that. But, you know, I wanted to go in a little bit deeper because uh, we're in an industry where there are people who are defying the odds, and yet there's still tons of people who are not. And you'd wonder, what is the biggest difference? And some people believe that it's that some people have maybe a better skill set, some people have a better support system, some people just, you know, have uh, more confidence. Well, they might be a little bit on the right track with the confidence side. And so today we're going to talk about, um, you know, the beginning of how you can start thinking like a top earner. And if you have begun to enter into the realm of top earnership, how to not lose it. We're going to be talking about that throughout this series. I encourage you to share this with so many people because, you know, after all, uh, whoever you would share it with typically is your circle. And um, there is uh, some truth to uh, you will or you are to some of the top closest people to you. And so if you're leveling up, you want the people around you to do the same thing. Our scripture is going to be coming out of the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, uh, verse 10. It might be very familiar to you and especially to um, people who are kingdom builders and maybe go to church. But I want to know, uh, were you bold enough to literally live out the word? You know, do it, not just hear it. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad and we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, there would be some people who would think it just um, not smart to thank you just for waking them up, but I want uh, those who are on this episode for them to be clear and be open and be bold enough to raise their hands up high and say, thank you, Lord, for giving us another day. We're not just going to say we're glad and that we're rejoicing. We're actually going to show you that by doing bigger and better things. 
going to start by first thinking bigger. So, Lord, we need help because everything around us is saying that we're smaller than we are or saying that success is only for a few chosen rather than people who choose it. Set it straight here today on Power Start Your Day. Holy Spirit, have your way like never before that those who will be inclined to hear what you would say or defy any spirit that come up against your word and they will take immediate action towards bigger and better things. We want to learn how to think like the top earners. Yeah, for those who have even acquired some level of success, we know that there are no limits with you. As we are going higher and higher, we want to take others with us. As we're going out to do these great exploits in your name, we'll be careful to acknowledge you in every one of our ways. We want to do it the way God's servants have done it, the ones that stood out enough that he gave us examples and specific instructions according to their testimonies. We thank you and we honor you. We want to seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good weekend, whatever it is that you're listening to this episode, I want you to go to First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. I'm really going to be in this particular scripture because we got to break it down. And I want, I want the first part you to pay attention to is First uh, Chronicles 4 and 10, and it says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand be with me and that you would keep me evil that I may cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. I want us to talk about You're going to get what you think. I don't know if you are aware that uh, if you're living in the United States, that's where I live, and obviously there are um, some variations to these numbers throughout the world, but I want to stay home in here in the United States to know that um, 95% of Americans do not earn a six-figure income and in order to be in that 5%, you would need to earn at least $100,000. The average income is about 63000 a year. And obviously, depending on what state you're in, there are some states where wealth is distributed a little bit heavier, sometimes maybe because of some of the industries that are prevalent in some states, like even in the Northeastern, there are some states 
that the median income goes all the way up into the 83,000, meaning that's the middle. Well, obviously, sometimes there are higher cost of living and things like that, but let's just for a moment take a look at the difference between the five percenters and even just hopping on over into one percent. At the bottom of the one percenters, you can earn at least 538000 a year, and then now the median or the highest of uh, the median of that is $1.6 million before you're even considered being in part of the one percenters. So now when we start to think about and we hear all these stories of the net worths of people who are well beyond $1.6 million a year, sometimes we look at them um, and we either revere or we actually despise them because of them moving into one percentile of the earners in our country. So much so that sometimes they are a bigger target for anything. Theft for ridicule, for negative conversation. Just say, hey, when they get higher than a certain level, we just got to do our best to tear them down. Now, I'm going somewhere with this because you got to realize there must have been something different, even though many of them probably come from not the best or not perfect or no silver spoon in their mouth, especially in these days. And I have had the honor of being in the company of learning from conversations with people from no check, paycheck to paycheck, all the way to billions of dollars. And when you start to think about that huge inequality of wealth, that huge inequality of the distribution of wealth, I know that some people, when they hear that, Many a times they'll go into distribution, meaning like someone should be distributing that money to the people who don't have it. Feed the hungry. Sure, we must of the widows and the poor. But there's a large group of people that don't fit that demographic, and yet they're still not top earners. I know sometimes people might think, you know what, there are not a lot of opportunities for people to make that kind of money, Nicola. You got to have a lot of skill. You got to just know some people that's going to open doors for you. Right? When we went to the book of First Chronicles 4 and 10, it's going to lead me to disagree with you, not just because of my own experiences of being able to go way beyond even in the scope of what I shared with you as an income earner, but I'm talking about from where I came from, and I will never forget where I came from and how I got to where I am now. And there is a distinct difference in the way that people think for those who keep 
going and keep growing until they get to where they were going. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This is something I found. And I think that after 12 years of leading and talking to not all of them, over 450-something thousand people, getting many emails or inboxes along the way of the challenges and the struggles that people have, I think I might have an accurate picture along with the different books. They say, hey, once you study at least around, what, I don't know, 10,000 hours of any particular thing that you will be a master at whatever it is. And I think I may be well over those amount of hours over these years, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Jabez, you were to go in reverse up to First Chronicles 4, and you kind of back up a little bit in the verse 9. It says that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez. It says, because I bore him in pain. Jabez's mom came through some challenges. And then Jabez now says, you know what? I got some challenges, and I need more influence. I need more things to happen for me. I need my territory to increase. I need to bring more glory to you, God. I'm asking you this bold thing to expand my territory. Now, there had to be a thought process in Jabez for him to be bold to go to a specific God of Israel. They made it extremely Israel. He didn't say he went to his mom. He didn't go to the king. He didn't go to, he went to the God of Israel. So I'm talking about there had to be a thought process that there are a lot of other people who did not have more than enough, and they were scrambling, they were struggling more like today, and they didn't reach inside to their higher self and talk to God. Now, I know that some people are like, well, there are a lot of rich people. They don't even care nothing about God. Even though they don't care anything about God, God still created them in his image too. And he reigns on the just and the unjust. And if they tap into the laws, we've talked about this, tap into the laws of God, and they begin to now inquire at a different level, and if they ask a certain way, and if they literally do a few things with that, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, God has to deliver. But you might see them ascend in one area of your their life, but the areas that they're descending because they may not have stuck with who was the one that gave them the ability to gain wealth, you might not see that side. But is that your business anyway? No, we're talking about how we're going to increase your business, we're talking about how we're going to help you think like a top earner and move beyond where you are. The first thing that I want you to know about top earners is that they believe they can be one. So they are okay with making unreasonable requests first to themselves. Before you can go and start making requests to others, 
It's crazy to even ask people to do things that you're unwilling to do yourself. So if you're asking someone, can you help me? Can you take me to the next level? The first thing is, is are you willing to help yourself and take yourself to the next level? Believe it or not, even if a person has the strength or even wealth equivalent to Hercules, or even King Solomon. They can't take you nowhere you don't want to go. Do you really believe someone is going to abduct you into wealth or riches or into success or into the next level of your business? They're going to drag you to the top. Is it not hard enough to get to the top for whoever has already gotten there that now they are supposed to now assume the weight of dragging someone who don't want to go? Convincing them that it's better to have more. If you are challenged in any area, you already are familiar with the pain of that challenge, that you yourself first have to think I don't want this anymore. Do you know you literally have to get a distaste for less than to start having more? You have to say, mm-mm, this ain't for me. I know in America we have some challenges. We have some challenges in America that, um, and it don't only go to those who don't have big paychecks. There's some people who have big paychecks and they still have addiction. Meaning it's something they feel they have to have. Addiction is something that in the mind of the person, they believe that they can't live without it. They can't exist without it. They can't function without it. And what I have begun to understand is that there are people who feel like they can't function without dysfunction. I mean, like literally, some things are now start showing up in their life that gives them a glimpse of a bright future that can help them now create more income, again, and I'm talking about not according to the world. I'm talking about Jabez was trying to bring honor to God. So I'm talking about the believers who said, I want to please you, Lord. I'm talking to them who said, I want to bring honor to God and his kingdom. Well, once we get in heaven, do you think that God is going to need as long as, he said, as long as heaven and earth pass away now. Do you think that when we get in heaven, that you are going to need to show people who in heaven that God is God and that he is the God of abundance. Jesus did die for us. For, do you think when we get to heaven, temptation is going to be necessary? Or do you think as a believer that it's going to be necessary that we don't just have the talk, but we have the walk here on earth that there is success and that there are people who can say they love God, don't compromise, and then still be a top earner?
started with all the stats that I don't know where they get those numbers from, the census, and half of the people don't even plug into it. But I bet you, because of earners, they're on record somewhere at the bank. They're on record somewhere with IRS. They're on record somewhere when they went to go purchase a house. They're on record somewhere. A income that had to be validated. That they were able to gather these numbers and know what these are the small amount of people in the entire U.S. that's earning at this level. And more than majority, 95% of people don't. People ask me, Joel, how did you get to be an there? I was a six-figure earner when I started out here, and I would have had you would say uh, hard assets valued at a million dollars, and that ain't the same thing because those hard assets can go down just like the economy right now. You could have a house that was worth 500000 and then the economy, some things beyond your control go down, and now that house is worth 200000 and it just slice your, your, uh, what you would consider your assets in half. I'm talking about liquid cash, baby. When I'm talking about you going to those levels. I'm not only talking about going to earning because that's a level. I'm talking about now later on you have the liquid. I want you to understand that people who become top earners, the point is that I would never want you to forget is they think differently. And it's obvious that people who are in the six figure think differently than people who are in the seven and people who are in the seven, eight, eight, and nine and things like that. But I want us to stay where we can reach our hat. My grandma would say, never put your hat where you can't reach it. So I want to stay at the level where you can understand that you need to level up. But you don't only need to level up in how you say the script. You don't need to only level up in, in what resources you have as far as what documents in your back office or what company you're in or what product you're offering. You got to level up your thinking. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. When Jabez said to God of Israel, now you need to pay attention as to why he, why God made it clear who he called to. Um, obviously, in his proximity, there were people who, Honored, worship, requested of other gods. We do now. I'm not talking about religion. And you get to choose whatever you want. That's the power God gave us all. We get to choose. But we also must remember whatever we choose, we've also chosen the consequence, meaning what happens as a result of it. Now, what I'm telling you right now is that there are people who make people their gods, other people their gods. There are people who will make money their gods. There are people who will make their job their gods. There are people who will make their business opportunity their gods meaning that's your main go-to, like you think that you really are nothing without it. What I want us to do is while you're leveling up, if we might as well think the right way this, right, this first time. 
If this is your first time where you're leveling up to six figures to go in the top 5%, or this is your first time where you're leveling up to go into maybe the top 1% where you now have to earn at least over half a million, 538,000, uh, I think it says on a, on a, and then now you're trying to level up to go into millionaire status, and then now when you want to try to level up to go beyond millionaire status, and you will say, well, there are some people who have gone there and then they drop all the way back down. I've seen that too. But guess what? It was their thinking again. Do you know that sometimes you can change your mind? You know, people who enroll in companies and then now they go MIA or people who enroll in companies but they showing up but they won't show out. People who show, enroll in companies and keep saying, I'm going to get promoted, but then it might be a small little thing that they need to do and they just say, next time. Top earners don't think like that. Top earners realize the opportunity they have. And they're not going to forget that they asked God for it. And when it comes, they're going to work it. But what is it? That's in the next episode. Because I need you to understand something. Those small group that I have and letting them know, you know, hey, preparation, most people, are trying to do big things with a small mind, and most people are are unprepared for where they said they want to go. They still haven't written down clearly their smarter goals. A smarter goal aligns with a plan and a system. They're going to acquire wealth by winging it. We're going to walk down this journey together. I just want to warn you, some people, it's going to step on your toes. But it's meant for you to just move your feet. I'm going to say that again. Some of the things that we're going to go down together, it's going to step on your toes, but it's meant for you to move your feet. And don't ask me where I get that stuff from. You ask God because he got some stuff he want to download in you, but he say you ain't prepared. I need you to work on getting prepared. Write that stuff down, and any challenge that you have, write it down, and I need you to look at that challenge, and I need you to say, why am I still challenged with this? I was challenged with this last week. I was challenged with this last month. I was challenged with this the last five years of my life. I was challenged with this the last 10 years of my life. It's time for you to go. And guess what? The challenge ain't going to go nowhere. You have to move away from the challenge. The challenge ain't going to move away from you. I love you. God bless you. We talking about thinking like top earners. Let's go get it.